0: Welcome to the Lawrence Avenue Church of Christ Worship Resource Podcast for Sunday, April the 10th. We continue to hope and pray that you and your families are in good spirits, good health, and prepared for today's worship service. Here are today's updated announcements. Sister Deborah Bell's sister Patricia had surgery on Monday. The surgery was a success, and she is now recuperating at home. Sister Deborah thanks everyone for your prayers and for your continued prayers for her sister. Sister Rachel Belafonte will be having a series of tests because of uh, chest pains and other reasons, and she is also asking for our prayers. Church, let's continue to pray for all of our bereaved families that are still going through the bereavement process, as well as those who continue to ask for traveling grace. We want to continue to remind everyone to pray for all of our sick and all of our shut-in, and let's continue to do the things we need to do to stay connected by making the phone calls, sending cards, and text messages whenever we can. Church, let's continue to respect and be considerate of the congregational COVID-19 protocols whenever you're in the building. Brother Cance will continue his spring quarter study of the book of 1 Timothy today, and the lesson text this week will come from 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 6 through 1 Timothy chapter 5, verse 2. The title for this week is Timothy's Ministry. We hope that you will continue to tune in and study along with Brother any anytime on the Lord's Day, and you can contact Brother Cans with any questions or comments via his email address at bill.cans at gmail.com. I invite you to join me this Wednesday evening as we continue our study series titled Growing Old Gracefully in God's Grace We will continue chapter 3 of the series titled Aging and Spiritual Maturity I look forward to being with you again this Wednesday evening at 7.15pm This concludes our updated announcements for today We will now join today's worship service
1: Good morning, everyone. Good morning. We welcome all to our morning worship service here at the Church of Christ and meets here at 904 Lawrence Avenue. It's good to see this number that are here with us this morning. If you are a visitor, we want to welcome you here in being with us here at Lawrence Avenue. We always want to make our visitors feel uh, like they are welcomed, so we welcome all visitors that are here with us this morning. Lawrence Avenue as a whole, it's good for us to be here on this Lord's Day. God given us this day, another day, another chance, another opportunity for Christians to gather in his name to worship him in spirit and in truth. Hope that all have had a good week. Uh, and even though hard times come, we're still blessed. We are still blessed. Ask each one to check As I'm doing now, your cell phones, to make sure that your cell phone is off or on mute. My ring is extremely loud, you don't wanna hear mine at all. Also, make sure that you have your mask on. We are required the whole time that we're in the building to keep your mask on. Also, you should be sitting in a pew that is marked with green tape for our social distancing. So again, welcome. Our announcements. Sister Patricia Baskerville, she went back to the hospital last Lord's Day. Uh, She's in a great deal of pain and she's asking for our prayers. Also, I ask uh, for your prayers for my cousin, Fred Battle, who uh, is in a hospital suffering with pneumonia. Uh, He had a heart transplant A year ago, and he's also had COVID, so now he's in the hospital for pneumonia, and the word is that he is improving, so we ask for your prayers for his recovery. We are still working on details uh, in, in assisting Sister Maddie Dow now that she is home, so as soon as the family lets us know details and what we can do, we will pass that on to you. We appreciate the sisters that attended the meeting uh, last week as you were going over uh, that matter. We appreciate your response and your cooperation. Sister Linda Templeton is asking for our prayers for her sister-in-law, Colleen Campbell, who recently received uh, bad news concerning her health. So we're asking a prayer for her sister-in-law, Colleen. Order service this morning. Singing, Brother Taylor Moore. Our scripture reading and prayer, Brother Timmy Jackson. Our sermon this morning, Brother Arnold Spivey. Prayer for offering and Lord's Supper. And make sure again that you put your offering in the trays as you exit out of the building at the end of service. Our, our, Our prayer for offering and Lord's Supper, Brother Trenton Moore. And our closing prayer, Brother Curtis McLean. Again, we thank you for your time and attention. Let us now prepare for our morning worship service.
2: Good
3: morning. Good morning. For our first selection, let's turn to page 391. 391. 391. 391. All found? Let's all sing. In the field I will well, sickles brave and true. In the fight for the right, I will dare and do, spend my days in the praise of the journey. And let me live close to Thee each day. And let me live close to Thee. Take my hand, dear Lord, and guide me all along the rugged way. Oh, let me live close to Thee. And let me walk and talk with Thee, dear Lord, each day not the crown nor renown that the world might see i will work never shirk. blessed lord for thee but to know where i go that my soul is and let me live close to thee each day and let me live close to thee take my hand dear lord and guide me all along the rugged way oh let me live close to thee let me walk and talk with thee, dear Lord, each day. Help me bear and to share some poor pilgrim's load. Be my friend till the end of the toilsome road. I will sing to my king in the Sultan. And let me live close to thee each day. And let me live close to thee. Take my hand, dear Lord, and guide me all along the rugged way. Oh, let me live close to thee. Let me walk and talk with thee, dear Lord, each day. Page 819. 819. Scripture reading and prayer will follow page 819. 819. All film, let's all sing. Glory, hallelujah, I shall not be moved. And anchored in Jehovah, I shall not be moved. Just like a tree, and splendid by the waters, I shall not be moved. And I shall not be, I shall not be moved. And I shall not be, I shall not be moved just like a tree. As planted by the waters, I shall not be moved. In this love abiding, I shall not be moved. And in him confiding, I shall not be moved just like a tree. As planted by the waters, I shall not be moved. And I shall not be, I shall not be moved. And I shall not be, I shall not be moved just like a tree. As planted by the waters, I shall not be moved. Though all hell assail me, I shall not be moved. Jesus will not fail me, I shall not be moved. Just like a tree as planted by the waters, I shall not be moved. I shall not be, I shall not be moved, and I shall not be, I shall not be moved, just like a tree, as planted by the waters, I shall not be moved. Though the tempest rages, I shall not be moved, and on the rock of ages, I shall not be moved just like a tree, as planted by the waters, I shall not be moved. I shall not be. I shall not be moved, and I shall not be. I shall not be moved, just like a tree as planted by the waters. I shall not be moved. Good morning. Good morning.
4: Good morning. This this morning we're gonna have um, two scriptures to read, and um, I'm going to tell you the the two scriptures up front, and I'm still going to announce the second one when we're ready to read it, so if you want to go ahead and go there, but the first scripture is going to be Psalms 139, verses 14, that's Psalms 139, verses 14. The second scripture will be 2 Corinthians chapter 4 verses 7. That's 2 Corinthians chapter 4 verses 7. I will be reading from the King James Version. Now we're going to read Psalms 139 verses 14. And it reads, I will praise thee, for I am fearfully and woefully made. Amen. Marvelous are thy works, and that my soul knoweth right well. Now we're gonna read 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 7. And it reads, But we have this treasure in earthen vessels, that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us and not of us. May the Lord bless the readers and doers of his word. As we're led in prayer, Amen. let us bow. Our Heavenly Father, it's once again we bow before Thee this morning on a day that was not promised to us, but yet, the Heavenly Father, through Thy grace and Thy mercy, Thou hast given us this day, the day, Lord, in which we call Your Day, the Lord's Day. We come to your prayer, Lord. Thank you for allowing us to make it to the building this morning safely. We pray for those who are yet to be on their way and those who are still on their way, Lord. We pray for those who are still sitting at home as well, listening to um, the Heavenly Father to the, um, to the service. Or the Heavenly Father, they may be watching the service with other um, um, sister churches around the world, Heavenly Father. We pray that you be with every, each and every one of them. We pray, Lord, that no matter where they hear the word at this morning, the Heavenly Father, in the in the churches that Your Son uh, gave His life for, we pray, Lord, that those that each and every one of those words, Heavenly Father, we may be able to take in, we may be be we may be able to apply them to our lives, Lord. We come to your prayer, Lord. Thanking you most of all for Your Son Jesus Christ. We thank you for His sacrifice. We thank you, Lord, for the foresight and for the wisdom and the Lord and the love that you decided to give us, Lord. We thank you, Heavenly Father, for the grace and the mercy that we received through his sacrifice and through his suffering. We pray, Lord, that every day that we live our lives, that we may be able to honor Christ, Heavenly Father, in the way that we speak, the way that we move, Heavenly Father, in the actions that we take. We pray, Lord, that you help us to always be ever mindful on the fact, Heavenly Father, that we are the ambassadors of your word. We are also, Heavenly Father, representatives of thy Son, we pray Lord that you help us to be always approachable, Daniel Father, so that we can spread that word and that love. We pray that you also help us to always be assertive, Daniel Father, so that we can stand up for Christ, Daniel Father. if Father, we come to you in prayer thank you for the body. We pray Lord that uh, this morning that all the churches may be in unison. We pray Lord that the unity the Father of the word is what keep us together. We pray also that it helps us, Daniel Father, to become more successful to submission to one another. We pray, Lord, that your word allows us, the Heavenly Father, to gain the wisdom that we need so that we can be one, so that when we step out, the Heavenly Father, from our homes, the Heavenly Father, into our jobs and the different places that we go throughout the week, we pray, Lord, that whatever we speak, the Heavenly Father, they hear not only from just one Christian, Lord, from all Christians around the world, but the same things. The Heavenly Father, we come you in prayer, asking you to please bless those who are less fortunate than we are, they may not have the homes that we live in or the clothes that we are able to wear, the Heavenly Father, or the jobs or be able to do the things that we are able to do, the Heavenly Father, because the fact that we live in this country, the Heavenly Father. Therefore, we come in and pray. ask you to please keep them ever on our minds around this world. We pray, Lord, that you give us opportunity to help them whenever they seek the Heavenly Father. They come to us for their aid. We pray, Lord, that you give us the courage, the Heavenly Father, to also step up and be um Brave, also help us to be have more initiative, the Heavenly Father, in seeking those who need our aid. The Heavenly Father, we come in prayer, asking you to please bless those who have lost loved ones this year and last year and, and recently, the Heavenly Father. We know, the Heavenly Father, that when we lose someone, that it can be a struggle each and every day because their presence is not healing, the Heavenly Father. And there is never a void, Lord. We always continue to remember them, and, and um, we always continue, the Heavenly Father, to, to um want their presence, then, Father. We pray, Lord, that you strengthen each and every one of those families who have lost someone. We pray, Lord, that you help those who are around those who have lost someone to be strong for them and to be strong with them, Lord. We pray, then, Father, that you put it on our hearts to always be of service to them, then, Father, if they seek us. Then, Father, we come in prayer for the one who is about to preach the word. We pray, Lord, that you help him to remember everything that he has studied. We pray that you help him, then, Father, to continue to speak boldly in that word. We pray, Lord, that you help us as hearers, then the Father, to support him, then the Father, by paying attention, then the Father, and giving him the respect as he expounds on that word and give it to us, then the Father, for it is the holy scriptures that speak to us through him. Then the Father, we come you in prayer, I ask you to help us to be ever mindful, then the Father, that not only just hearing that word, but we must apply it to our lives, Lord. Then the Father, help us to understand that we must do what that word says, then the Father, not just talk about it. Then, the Father, we come to your prayer, ask you to help us to, to understand we must also spread what that word says, not just conversate, Lord. Mm-hmm. We come to your prayer, Lord, ask you to help us to most of all live what it says, then the Father, not just talk about it. Mm-hmm. Then, the Father, we come to your prayer, ask you to bless his family. We pray, Lord, that you help us to support him, and not only him, Lord, but our other servant who labors also in giving that word every single morning. We pray, Lord, that as a church, you help us, Heavenly Father, to seek unity always. We pray, Heavenly Father, that you help us to seek love together. We pray that you help us to get over many, many things, Heavenly Father, that may have been conflict or any issues, Heavenly Father, or any type of convergences, Lord, that keep us from from coming together, Heavenly Father, and seeing eye to eye, and also, Heavenly Father, using our word as our foundation for our truth. These and many other blessings I ask in our son's name, amen.
3: Let's all mark page 50 for the invitation song, page 50
5: for the invitation song. Page 50. Now let's all uh, notice page 478. 478.
3: 478. 478. All found, let's all sing as i journey through the land singing as i go pointing souls to cavalry to the crimson flow and many arrows pierce my soul from without within But my Lord, he leads me on, through him I must win, and know I want to see him look upon his face, there to sing forever of his saving grace. And on the streets of glory, just let me live my voice. And cares I'll pass home and last ever to rejoice. When in service for my Lord, dark may be the night. But I'll cling more close to him. He will give me light, and Satan's snares may vex the soul, turn my thoughts aside, and but my Lord, he goes ahead and leads wherever be time. And no, I want to see him. Look upon his face and there to sing forever of his saving grace. And on the streets of glory and let me live my voice and cares all past home and last ever to rejoice. When in valleys low I look towards the mountain height and behold my Savior there leading in the fight and with a tender hand outstretched towards the valleys low and guiding me, and I can see as I onward go. And know oh, I want to see him look upon his face. And there to see forever of his saving grace. And on the streets of glory, let me lift my voice and cast all past home at last ever to rejoice when before me billows rise from the mighty deep then my lord directs my bark and he does safely keep And he leads me gently on through this world below, and he's a real friend to me, oh, I love him so, and know I want to see him. Look upon his face and there to see forever of his saving grace and all the streets of glory. Let me lift my voice and cares all past home at last, ever to rejoice, and know oh, I want to see him look upon his face, there to see forever, but his saving grace.
2: Just got one quick question before we get started this morning. Are you happy to be here? Yes, this morning? I, 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 I just got to make it clear. Are you happy to be here
6: this morning? Because, see,
2: you can tell me anything. God knows. You ought to be happy to be here this morning because it is a time for us to come and fellowship with our brothers and sisters. It is a time for us to disconnect from the world, if you will. And it is a time for us to reconnect spiritually. It is a time for us to be revitalized. It is a time for us to be energized for what the world has to throw at us. So in short, too, it is a time of worship. It is a time for us to worship the God of heaven that does all things well. It is a time for us to to come together and work out our soul's salvation. These are things that the world can't offer you. So you ought to be happy this morning to be here within the house of the Lord. See, sometimes we, we can't be happy with where we are. Sometimes we can't even be happy with who we are. See, sometimes we spend too much time trying to be somebody else. I had to decide when I, when I decided this is what I wanted to do, that I can't preach like Brother McClain. I, I can't preach like Brother Otis. All I can do is, is preach like Brother Spy. And you see, any time I step outside of myself to be somebody else, I've defeated the purpose of me being who God has intended me to be. See, we spend too much time trying to be somebody else when we need to spend all of our time trying to emulate Christ. Wow. Because we are Christian, which means Christ. Like. See, we spend too much time looking at other brothers and sisters and saying, if I could only be like them, if my marriage could be like If my kids could be like, if I could be like, well, truth be told, we all are suffering from something. We all have our own shortcomings. Simply put, this morning, we all are cracked (laughs) pots. Okay. We're all flawed in one sense of another. So let's use for a topic this morning, perfectly made with imperfections. Is that all right this morning? Perfectly made with imperfections. Uh, Let me read something to you so I can kind of set the tone for us this morning and for you to get a visual of what it is I'm talking about this morning. There was a water bearer who had two large pots. Does anybody know what a water barrier is in days of old? They would have a long stick that they would put across their shoulders and across their back. And on each end of the stick, they would have a pot. And they would go down to the stream and they would fill up these pots. And then they would come back to the master's house and deliver and drop off the water. So this water bearer had two large pots, and each hung on the end of a long pole which she carried across her neck. One of the pots had a crack in it. And while the other pot was perfect and always delivered a full portion of water, when the water bearer would get back to the house, the pot that was not cracked would have a full load of water. The cracked pot but always return only half filled. So it says now for two full years this went on day in and day out with the water barrier delivering only one and one-half pots full of water to the master's house. Now, of course, the, the perfect pot was proud of all its accomplishments because, see, it was perfect in its own eyesight. It was doing what it was asked to do, so it was, it was proud of its accomplishments, but the poor crackpot was ashamed of its own imperfection and was miserable that it was only able to accomplish half of what it had been intended to do. And so after two years of what it perceived to be failure, it spoke to the water bearer. And one day, as they were at the stream, the water pot said to the bearer, he said, now, I am ashamed of myself. And I want to apologize to you. Why, asked the water barrier. what are you ashamed of? And the pot says, I've been able for these past two years to deliver only half of what I was intended to do because of the crack that was in my side. All of the water leaks out before you can get back to the master's house. And because of my flaws, you have to do extra work. And you don't get full credit. You don't get full value for your efforts, the pot told the barrier. The water barrier felt sorry for the old crackpot. In her compassion, she said, now, as we return back to the master's house today, Mm I want you to notice the beautiful flowers along the side of the road. Mm -hmm. Now, and as they went up the hill, the crackpot took notice of the sun warming the beautiful wildflowers on the side of the path. And it cheered up some. But at the end of the trail, it still felt bad because it had leaked out once again half of its water. And it again apologized to the water barrier for its failure. And the water barrier said to the pot, Did you notice that there were flowers only on your side, your side yeah, all right. of the path? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But not along the other side. Yes, That's because I've always known about your flaw, and I took advantage of it. Right. She says, Now I planted some flower seeds on your side of the path, and every day while we walked back from the stream, you watered them. Now, I've been able to pick these beautiful flowers and to decorate my master's table. Without you being just the way you are, he would have not had this beauty to grace his house. It's a beautiful analogy of the church. We don't need to spend a lot of time trying to be somebody else. We don't need to spend a lot of time trying to patch up the cracks. We're made just the way God intended us to be. So we need to stop spending time trying to be somebody else and just realize that we're perfectly made with all our imperfections. See, it takes everybody to make up Lawrence Avenue. Everybody can speak. Everybody can't drive the van. Everybody can't say amen. But it takes all of us together to make up Lawrence Avenue. See, now, if we stop spending time trying to be somebody else, you'd be surprised at what Lawrence Avenue can do. We spend too much time saying if I could be like brother Bale, well, you can't be brother Bale, just be you. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, we spend too much time looking at our imperfections and what we do when we look at our imperfections is it gives us an excuse. Oh yeah.
7: Yeah. yeah.
2: But when we realize that we are just the way God intended for us to be, that excuse is gone. God gives us everything that we need to accomplish what he wants us to accomplish. Yep. So the quicker that we realize that, yes, we cracked, but we're still useful. Oh, to, and by the grace of God, he takes our imperfections, mm. And by his grace, he gives us everything that we need once again to accomplish what needs to get accomplished. Now, Understand that, that, that if everybody, if each one of us was perfect, then who would get the glory? we get the big head by saying I did this. But because of our imperfection, the power doesn't come from us. It comes from God. That's why the scripture says, within these earthly vessels is hidden a treasure. And the reason why it's in these earthly vessels is so that we can see, and so that the rest of the world can see that the power is not within us. It comes from God. So each of us are unique in our own ways. We are cracked in our own ways, but we are cracked and we're flawed for a purpose and you see in God's economy nothing goes wasted church Mm -hmm. you think about that God has a purpose for each one of us so no matter what your gift is no matter what your talent is within the body of Christ it will not go to waste you just got to utilize your talent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, a lot of us are sitting on our talents. All right, bro. Oh, Lord. Mm-hmm. I don't know what my talent is. Hmm. Well, I tell you, it ain't this. <laughs> Once you figure out what your talent is, and each one of us has a talent, church, you need to put that thing to use. See, sometimes... And this is a knock on leadership. See, sometimes we don't give you the opportunity when we figure out what your talent is to utilize that talent. And now it, it can be a knock, and it can also be a thing where leadership needs to see you dealing with that talent. But when you figure out what that talent is, you need to use that talent. Now, it says now, but we have this treasure in earthen vessels, that the excellency of the power may be who? Of God and not of us. Brother Ernest, do me a favor as we get into this lesson this morning. Go to Isaiah chapter 64 and verse 8. And we got to see how these two verses tie together as we get into this morning's lesson. Because now it says, now, we are earthen vessels. Somebody has to mold these vessels together. See, somebody has to take this clay. And you know, we are made from dust in the earth. So somebody has to be able to take this clay and to put it on the potter's wheel and spin that thing around and shape it and fashion it into something useful. What does it say, Brother Ernest? Isaiah
6: 68.
2: Isaiah 64. Okay. Verse 8.
6: But now, Uh O Lord, thou art our father. We are the clay, and thou art our
2: potter. Back up again. Say it again for me. But now, O Lord, Uh thou art our father. Yes, sir. We are the clay, Uh and thou art our potter,
6: and we are the works of thy hand.
2: So he, here we go. Now we are the clay. Somebody has to once again fashion us into something useful. Mm-hmm. And here it says, "Now God is the potter." Yeah. So it's God that takes us and puts us on that spinning wheel and takes His hands and He molds us into what it is He wants he us wants, to be. He wants us to be. Now the Bible also says what that He knew us way Remember. before we were in our mother's womb. Yeah. So, see, he began to put us on the spinning wheel long before we got into our mother's womb. Mm -hmm. So, see, he has a purpose for us. And it says it's not within man to do what? To direct his own steps. God has a plan for us, church. Mm -hmm. And see, and the sooner we figure out that, that, that I got some flaws, there are some things that I need to work on. Yeah, we all do. But it's God is still able to use us. You hear me say quite often, all of us used to be something else. God has recycled us, church, into something useful for the kingdom. But we need to let God mold us into what it is he wants us to be. So in other words, to get straight to the matter, God uses flawed people to demonstrate his grace So that when the victory is won, he gets the glory, not us, church. Paul said, now, we have this treasure in these jars of clay so that this ordinary power may be from God and not from us. That's the key, church. See, God makes us flawed so that he'll have to step in and fix this thing up. So when we start going through some problems, and the world begins to look at us. See, now, to make this thing clear, when it says we're in these earthen vessels, and the treasure is within the vessel. So see, when we start going through storms, the world has a tendency to look at us from the outside. Mm -hmm. And they're trying to see what we're going to be doing. But now, it's what's on the inside that should be governing what the world sees on the outside. Y'all might not get that until, you, until you're on your way home. Some i going to tell you again, when you're going through something, what the world sees on the outside should be dictated by your faith on the inside. So if the world sees you panicking instead of praying, if the world sees you freaking out instead of seeing your faith, then there's something wrong on the inside. See church, we're we're not expensive china.
6: Mm-hmm.
2: You ever thought about that? We're not expensive china that you go to a high-end store mm-hmm. to purchase. <laughs> When you read these verses and you understand these verses, it's like we're just ordinary stuff that you can go to Walmart and buy.
6: Yep.
2: Mhm. Think about that. We're, we're useful, but we're not expensive. Yep. And we're all cracked. We're all chipped in various places, yet God still uses us anyway. When you look at pottery of old, and even if you look at some, some high-end china today, it's still breakable. <laughs> it's still fragile. It still gets chipped. But what Paul is saying here, church, he's saying now, even when you have Christ within you, you're still fragile. You're still going to have some flaws. You're still going to be susceptible to chipping. You're still going to be susceptible to being broken down. But in spite of all of these things, God is still able to use you. And when we understand that concept, we don't have any excuses when he says, go ye. Church, we're flawed, but we're still usable and when you think about that God puts this unbelievable inconceivable unthinkable treasure within us did you ever think about that God has placed something valuable church within us we have the gospel within us. Sometimes we, we don't understand the value of the gospel. We'll stand back and we'll say, if I could do all of these things, I would save the world. Hmm. You have something within you that can bring people out of the world. So we don't really have an excuse, church. We just don't go. We go everywhere else except for where God has told us to go. And we say, well, I'm flawed. I can't, I can't do that. I'm broken. I'm cracked. But God is still able to use us, church. We've got to get past that excuse. And so you would think that that would make us expensive hmm.
7: containers.
2: You know how we do. We have something precious at home. We want to put that in, 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 inside a container where nothing can happen to it. You know, um, where I work at, we send drugs from one clinic to another clinic. And I'll take that thing and I'll wrap it up. Brother Philip. I'll wrap it up in some bubble wrap. And then I'll put it inside a plastic bag. And then I'll put it inside of a cooler and we'll send that thing off. Because I don't want to get broken what's inside of the container. But see, when we look at us, God has put this this valuable treasure inside of us. And you see, precious contents go inside of valuable containers. Now that would make perfect sense, wouldn't it? But that's not the way God. Looks at this thing. See, that, that, that's not the way God looks at it. That's not the way God sees this thing. He says, "No, He places His most valuable treasure in jars of clay." You gotta visualize this to get an understanding. I have something valuable. I, I, let's I, just say I have this this perfume or this cologne that costs thousands and thousands of dollars, and instead of me putting it into a thick glass container, I just put it in this little old raggedy jar. Hmm. But see, that's not the way we think. God has taken this valuable treasure and put it inside of a clay jar, and he did it for a purpose. He did it so that others will see the experience and experience the treasure of Christ rather than looking at the jar itself. Now see, we spend a whole bunch of time looking at the jar. And we miss the treasure. Now, (laughs) that's why it's so important, church, for us to let this little light of ours Hmm. Shine. Now, I don't like hustle and bustle of people. So let's say you don't like that either. And you want to go downtown at night, and you want a window shop. And you head downtown, and it's, and it's dark. And when it's dark, even though the windows are made out of glass, you can't really see what's on the inside. Now, you can't see what's on the inside until they let the light on the inside shine. And when that light shines, then you're able to look through the glass on the outside and see what's on the inside and say, I want some of that. When you let your light shine from the inside out, the world is able to look at you and say, I want some of that. But if you don't let your light shine, they can't see the treasure that's within this earthen vessel. That's why it's important when we sing a song, This Little Light of Mine. Now I know inflation has gone up. (laughs) Gas price, NES is charging you a little bit more, but see, when you let your light shine, it doesn't come from any hits. So see, it doesn't cost you anything, but maybe some hurt feelings to let your light shine. So we gotta understand now the reason why he puts this treasure. Within these earthen vessels is this. I got a treasure that's in here. And this thing is gonna get shaken around. Now I can throw this over there to Brother Glenn, he may drop it. And when he drops it, what's on the inside is gonna do what? It's gonna come out. So see, sometimes when God shakes us up, And he causes us to get a crack in this old earthen vessel of ours. And so the treasure on the inside can come out. And when the treasure on the inside comes out, those who think the world can look at us and say, give me some of that. Because, see, you didn't react the way I thought you were going to react. Why, Brother Spivey? Because of the treasure. That's what's in me. See, storms are going to come. When those storms come sometimes, they're going to shake up your vessel. They're going to shake up that old jar that you have that treasure in. And what God is looking at is going to say now, are you going to let the treasure on the inside come out? But see, he put something precious inside of us. And it's a breakable container so that what's on the inside can make its way to the outside. Now, this is what we do sometimes. We take this earthen vessel and we put it in our pocket, and we say I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put this here for, for safekeeping. And we become complacent. But we've got to understand, church, this is Our bodies, these old precious containers, are vessels to be used. So if part of my treasure is, and this container is to go out and feed the hungry, then that's what I need to do. Inside of your vessel, you may have water to give to the thirsty. Within your vessel, you may have medicine that the sick needs. But as long as you keep it within your vessel, it's not going to do anybody else any good. So sometimes God will look at you and he'll say, now you're holding on to the treasure too tight. I got to shake you up. I got to break that old vessel so you can let some of that treasure come out. Sometimes the church holds on to their treasure. That's why you have people who may be in need and won't even come to the church. Because of the way they've been treated before. See, church, it doesn't, the, the gospel is one of those things that you don't collect interest on the longer you keep it. You collect interest when you give it away to somebody else. Now, I don't want you to think that these illustrations that I'm giving are indicative of here at Lawrence Avenue. I'm just saying there are people that have come to Lawrence Avenue seeking for help because their congregations wouldn't help them at all. But as we as we get a little bit deeper into this, that's why God sometimes shakes us up, church. That's why God sometimes will expose some of our
7: inferiorities.
2: (laughs) He says, now, I'm going to shake you up to see how you're going to handle this. I'm going to shake you up to see if you've made any growth. I'm going to shake you up to see if you are maturing in your faith. I'm going to shake you up to see if if you've done anything about that crap that you have in you. But why does he do this, church? God once again does this to focus on the treasure that's in the inside. How many times, church, do we get visitors here? And we look at the visitor, and a lot of times, and we can be honest, a lot of times we look at people from head to toe, and we sometimes we judge them by what they have on. Now, that person didn't come here for a fashion show. The person came here seeking the word of God. But what we do sometimes is if a person comes in here that's homeless and a person comes in here with a three-piece suit on, the sadness of the situation is we will think more highly of the person that's in the three-piece suit Amen. than the homeless person. Amen. But a soul, it's a soul is a soul. Amen. Both of these people are flawed. But instead of us looking to the inside, we're more preconceived with what's on the outside. That's one of the problems with the church today. Amen. We spend more time on the outside than on the inside. When it comes to looking at people, and it's just the opposite when it comes to getting out and administering to the people. We spend more time on the inside than we need to spend on the outside. I think I was talking to Sister, Sister White a couple of days ago and she said she had to gone and she had visited someone and I told her, I said, Sister White, I just got to be honest. That's one of the things that I'm lacking is getting out and visiting the see. I said, I am a, a, a very emotional person. Um, those of you who know me have been around me, I will cry at the drop <laughs> of a hat. And you see, and, and, and sometimes when you're visiting someone, that's not the most appropriate emotion right. to hide. Right. You see, and that's one of my flaws, but the only way for me to get better in that is, to do it. is for me to get out and do it. I I, I can't continue to use my emotions as an excuse. (laughs) So, the weakness, church, of the container allows the wealth of the contents to come out. You know, think about this. When you buy a lot of stuff, it's in a glass container. Cause they want you to see what's in mm-hmm. what the inside. inside, and see a lot of times you 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 buy stuff because of it's visually. Oh please. it looks good to you. But now, in advertising, a lot of the money they spend is on the container and not on the actual content. Does that make sense, what I'm saying? They spend more money on getting you to look at the package, hoping you will care less about the product. Now, that, 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 that's seeping in to the church. We've got to have a big building on the outside. We've got to have something that catches the eye of the people when they're driving by. Ooh, I like their building. Nevertheless, what's going on in the inside, that's what counts. The church. The church is full of flawed
1: people. Yes, Full
2: of flawed people. And that's the way God intends for it to be. Because, see, he can work with, he can work through a flawed person. See, if, if, if I'm full of pride, he can't work through me, church. And what we do sometimes is we, we are harder on one another than God is on us. We're harder on one another than God is on us. What are you talking about? I'm talking about this. We do stuff... Now, the Bible says we are all sin. But now, if I was to sin and I was to do something, you would tell me, Brother Spivey, you knew better than that, and you ought not to have done that. Well, if it's a sin for me, it's a sin for you. Now, we, we, we we've all have sinned, but now we are harder on each other. Brother Baal does something last year. And when I see Brother Bell, what he did last year pops up in my mind. I still can't believe Brother Bell did that. <laughs> now, if God has forgiven Brother Bell, that thing is. That thing is gone. But it, 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 it amazes me how we won't forgive each other. When you open up these pages of inspiration, everybody in here except for Christ had a fault. And we'll praise them. Moses started in his speech. Had a quick temper. But God says, you know what? You can lead my people. people. David committed adultery, conspiracy, murder, was unfaithful as a husband. But the Bible says, you know what? He was a man after God's own heart. So if David can do all of this and be a man after God's own heart, how can you tell me that if I commit a sin, I can't be after God's own heart myself? That's what repentance is for. The Bible says we all have. And many of us will continue to. Isaiah. Isaiah said, I am a man with a dirty mouth. I am among people with dirty mouths. But when he had been cleansed, he said, here I am. Send me. When you came up out of this watery grave of baptism, you had been cleansed. And God was saying the same thing to you. Go. Now, to put all these people, into the proper perspective. When well, you look at Peter, Peter denied Christ. Not once, not twice, but three times. But on the day of Pentecost, he was given what?
4: The keys to the kingdom.
2: He was given the keys, church. So you can't tell me that if Christ can forgive Peter for denying him three times and then giving him the keys to the kingdom, that we ought to be harder than Christ is. It makes no sense to me. And once I I repent of that sin, and God says, I'm going to cast that thing until the sea forget for this. What gives you the right? To bring it up. Time. And time again you got the picture here now if they were flawed back then and they were great men in the Bible we're flawed today we're all striving for the same purpose that's to make heaven our home but even in the midst of our flaws God is still able to use us church we're nothing more church than clay pots that have cracks clay pots. And as Christians, we have this gospel treasure within us. We were taken from the dust, fashioned by the potter. created for his own purpose. And when you look at the pot, the pot really has nothing to boast about. The treasure gains nothing from the pot but the pot has everything to gain from the treasure. You understand what I'm saying? It doesn't matter sometimes what type of container. I could have the beautifulest flower in the world and I can put it into a mason jar and it should not take away from the beauty of the flower. Church, we're flawed, but we're still useful. And we got to get above the place where we can say, you know what? Well, brother so-and-so or sister so-and-so did this last year. They did that two years ago. Everybody's flawed. You did something two years ago. We spend too much time focusing on the jar when our attention should be placed on the treasure. We focus... Too much of our attention on the cracks. Too much attention on the brokenness. Too much attention on the chips and the defects of the jar that we forget about the treasure. And it's sad, church, but it's still true. We look at each other from the outside and we say, oh, but the treasure, the beauty is on the inside. As we come to a close, in the book of Luke, there was a lady who the Bible says was a sinner. And as they were, they were eating, this lady comes in and the people that were there at the dinner knew of her reputation. They, they knew she was a sinner. But before they can issue her out while they're passing judgment on her. Right. She kneels at the feet of Jesus. Okay. And she takes an alabaster jar and she, and she breaks that thing open. Right. And she begins to pour it on his head and she begins to, to pour it on right.
6: her feet, his feet.
2: And can you imagine the people that were there at the dinner were saying, she doesn't need to be in here because of her lifestyle. We know what you do when you're not here in our presence. Can we issue her out of here? But she was right where she needed to be, at the feet of Jesus. When people come in here, when people come in here, We ought not be concerned with what they did out there. Because, see, it's what they're coming in here to get that can make all of the difference. The treasure is within here. So she she, she came in with this alabaster box. And while the box was still intact, the treasure could not be exposed. But when she broke that thing over and she began to anoint his feet and his head, the aroma was able to come out. It had to be broken, church, to be a benefit. They wanted to stop her, they wanted to issue her out of presence of Christ, but Christ didn't do anything. Christ let her go ahead about her business. She had a purpose. She heard he was going to be there, church. And she wanted to be there. But the aroma couldn't get out until the jar was broken. Mm -hmm. She couldn't have done anything to anoint the feet and the head of Christ if she had not broken that jar the sweetness of the aroma didn't come out until it was broken. church. He'll break us sometimes to let the sweetness of the aroma come out. We're all flawed, church. So I don't have the right to look at anybody else and say, you know what? You're not worthy. Because in the eyesight of God, you are. And see, and if we learn to take our eyes off of the jars of clay and be able to appreciate what the Lord has placed inside of the jar, in spite of all our cracks and chips, we'll understand that through his grace, he's able to use us, church. In conclusion, we sing a song And it says, bring Christ your broken life. So marred by sin. It says he will create anew, make whole again. Your empty, wasted years he will restore. And all your iniquities remember. That's where we all need to be this morning. But in order for us to get that to happen, church, we've got to be able to follow God's plan of salvation. We got to be able to hear the word, believe what it is we have heard, repent of our sins, confess Christ as being the son of the true and living God, and then be baptized for the remission of those sins. Mm. And in spite of all our flaws, an operation takes place back here. Coming in contact with the blood of Christ. All of those sins are washed away. (laughs) Even though you become a new creature in Christ Jesus, you're gonna still have some flaws, church. And even if you're here this morning and you are a child of God, and you've gotten off course, You're going to have the opportunity to come down and and, and make your request known. Maybe you just need prayers for yourself or for a family member. But you can bring Christ your broken life, church, and he will create in you anew. If you obey God's plan of salvation, he will remember your iniquities no more. So in other words, you could have walked in here a sinner and you can leave here a saint. Whatever corrections you need to make in your life today, you can do it as we extend the invitation and we ask you to stand. Will you come, please? Do we have one this morning? Will you come, please?
3: Are you washed we have in the this morning? blood of the Lamb? Or are you washed in the this blood? blood? In the soul-cleansing blood of the Lamb. And Will all you your garments spotless or they white as snow? Are you washed in the blood Do of the Lamb? Do we have another lamb? this morning? Are you walking daily by the Savior's side? Are you washed in the blood of You're the coming Lamb? To God, evil, church. Do you rest each moment in the crucified? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? And are morning? you washed in the blood? If and not, you the may be seated. in the soul, cleansing blood of the lamb, and all your garments, spotless, are they white as snow? Are you washed in the blood of the lamb? When the bridegroom cometh, will your robes be white, pure and white in the blood of the lamb? And will your soul be ready for the mansions bright and be washed in the blood of the Lamb? And are you washed in the blood and in the soul cleansing blood of the Lamb? And are your garments spotless? Are they white as snow? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? Lay aside the garments that are stained with sin, and be washed in the blood of the Lamb. There's a fountain flowing for the soul unclean. Oh, be washed in the blood of the Lamb. And all you wash in the blood, and in the soul cleansing blood of the Lamb. And you're your garments spotless Are they white as snow Are they washed in the blood of the Lamb
2: Church, I want to thank you for listening this morning And I hope some things were said that will That will help you throughout the course of this week But I, I want to leave you with this When I first became a member of the body of Christ I looked around And I began to say, you know, as I start this Christian journey, I need to be like so-and-so and -and -and so-and-so. I need to have this like brother so-and-so and and -and so-and-so has. But then I talked to a brother, and I won't call their name, and and, and they told me, they said, Brother Spivey, people are going to only let you see what they want you to see. What you need to do is to be the best Brother Spivey that you can be based upon word of god and then shortly when brother oldest came back i was talking to him and he told me that he said now the only thing you can do is just is just preach like brother Spivey, and that's all i can do but in closing once you realize that every one of us is flawed it makes us be able to look at ourselves a little bit better by saying you know they're no better than i am And by the grace of God, we all can be used, church.
6: Thank you for listening. Let church say amen. Amen. Wonderful. Wonderful Wonderful message. We need to stop looking at each other and start looking at Christ. (laughs) Stop looking for the hero and look at Christ. (laughs) Christ is all that we need y'all and he's the perfect example for what we need. And just follow him and things will be all right. Cause he's the only way you are gonna get back to heaven to God is through Christ. (laughs) So let's follow him. He made mention that some people say they don't know what their talent is. And that's true. (laughs) But you know, you never gonna find out what your talent is if you don't go to work. (laughs) You got to try some stuff (laughs) to find out what your talent is. (laughs) Have you called anybody last week? Now now check yourself now. (laughs) Did you call anybody? Your talent might be just to call somebody and lift them up. (laughs) We got a disaster relief fund uh, uh, place out here. If you're able, have you been out to help Load up some boxes? Have you tried to visit some city? Y'all, there's stuff to do. <laughs> we just need to get out and go do it. Right. Have you tried to spread the gospel? Talk to somebody. Have you tried to invite somebody here so that they could hear the gospel? Yeah, we got to COVID, but thank God the numbers are going down. <laughs> we still spraying, <laughs> we still got the tapes on the seats. And there's still plenty of room for other folk to come in. Let, let's start doing what we can right. to spread this gospel on. And then you will find out what your talent is. Thank you, Brother Spivey. Wonderful, wonderful message. We have those that have come to make their requests known. Sister Deborah Bella is coming and asking for the prayers of this church on behalf of her Biological sister Patricia, uh, she's had extensive surgery uh, this past weekend, and she is in need of our prayers for her rehabilitation process. Sister Jerice Bonds is coming and asking for the prayers of the church for her grandchildren. Uh, they're they're going through some problems right now. Sister Andrea Shelton is coming and she has asked for the prayers of the church on behalf of her health and for strength, and also continued to pray for Lorenzo as well, and also uh, praying that she can be able to uh, be a better teacher in Christ and open up to others with that gospel. Sister Carol Merritt, is coming stating that she is sinning and she has asked for the prayers of the church also for her and for the Chapman family regarding a court hearing that they have scheduled April the 14th. Brother Tyrone Axis is coming stating that he is sinning and he's asking for the prayers of the church. Brother John Phillips is coming asking for the prayers of the church for Eleanor, uh, she begins her chemo, uh, and also he would like to ask for prayers for the church for a Bible study that they're going to try to start having at uh, Sister Bass's house. I believe it is between Sister Bass and Sister Pillar as well, and Sister Pillar is coming asking for the prayers of the church for her and her daughter that they can have a. Better relationship. Sister Pilla is saying that she just wants to get to heaven and that ought to be all of our goal. (laughs) And she's realizing that in order to get there, we're gonna have to get things right with one another and with God. (laughs) Let's all do that. Let's all check our lives. Search our lives. Maybe you don't have to come down here. Maybe sometimes instead of walking down front, we need to cross the aisle get things right so that we can try to make it to heaven y'all that's what this is all about I don't know about y'all but I ain't coming here just for nothing we trying to get somewhere and we trying to get to heaven and the only way we gonna do that is to be truly what God would have us to be let us pray heavenly father once again we are so thankful heavenly father you just just bless us so much. You are so better to us more than we are to ourselves. And Father, we just want to say thank you for all that you've done for us. We want to thank you most of all for letting your son die for us and giving us a chance to get it right with thee that we can spend an eternity with thee. Heavenly Father, we come mindful of these that have come to make the request known. We ask, Heavenly Father, that you would please bless each and every one of them, the things that you see they stand in need of. Bless them, Heavenly Father, those that are taking care of family members, those that have come through extensive surgeries, Heavenly Father, those that are trying to do better with trying to spread the gospel to others, to be able to open up with them and share with them that wonderful treasure that the brother talked about this morning. Father, help us all to, to truly find out what our talent is and to, to really take that talent to hold and, and let it grow for thy son's kingdom. Amen. Father, we ask for those that are be having chemo, we ask that you would please let it work to the benefit, Heavenly Father, and just bless all of them, Heavenly Father, that are dealing with illnesses and, and things of this nature. We we pray for those that are having difficulties with finances, Father. Bless them as well. Those, Heavenly Father, that don't know where the next meal is coming from. Bless them, Heavenly Father. Bless those that are having to live up under the bridges. Bless them as well. Help us, Heavenly Father, to do the things that we can do to help one another so that the world can see truly what you are all about through the love that we have for one another. Help us, Heavenly Father, to truly be better servants than we have been in the past. Grant us traveling grace, Heavenly Father, and bless those that are traveling. Be with them as well. Continue to guide us and be with us all. Be with those that are behind prison walls, Heavenly Father. Help them to to hold on to thee, Heavenly Father. Those that are in there justly and unjustly, please bless them, Heavenly Father. Those that are on the dying beds, bless them as well. Continue to guide us all. Bless those that are having mental problems, Heavenly Father. And help us and be with us all. In the name of Christ we pray, amen.
3: Let's change the page 67. 67. Bring Christ your broken life, so mourn by sin. He will create anew and make whole again. And your empty, wasted years he will restore, and your iniquities remember no more. Uh, once again, i like to thank Brother uh, Spava again for the message brought to us. Let's all turn to page 12 as we prepare for the collection and for the Lord's Supper. Page 12. In the first verse, page twelve. All found. That's all seen. Alas, and did my Savior bleed? And did my Sovereign die? Would He devote that? Savior such a worm as i At the cross, at the cross, where I first saw the light, and the burdens of my heart rolled away, and it was there by faith I received my sight, and now I am happy all the day.
7: We now reach support our service where we focus on the collection and the death, the burial, and resurrection of our Lord, Savior Jesus Christ. Let's please pray for the collection. me Father, at this time, we thank God for the collection to be taken up. We pray to be used in a way that is pleasing to you. We thank you for the, the ability and the blessing to be able to give, to be able to uh, work, and be able to ride and get back to you. It's already yours. And most of all, we thank you for your offering your sacrifice, your perfect offering and your sacrifice, Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Now, as we focus more on the death, the burial, and resurrection of our Lord Savior Jesus Christ, we read in Matthew chapter 26, verse 26 through 29 of Jesus Christ and the Last Supper. Starting at verse 26, it reads, And as they were eating, Jesus took bread and blessed it and brake it and gave it to the disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body. And he took the cup and gave thanks and gave it to them, saying, Drink ye all of it, for this is my blood, the New Testament, which shed for many for the remission of sins. But I say to you, I am not drank henceforth for this fruit divine until that day when I drink new of you in my Father's kingdom. Let's pray. Dearly Father, at this time, we thank you once again for your Son, Jesus Christ. At this moment, we thank you for his life, his sacrifice, uh, his time on the cross. We thank you for his body and his blood. And we thank you for the perfect example that he set for us to live after. Yeah. We pray we do not take his life or his example for granted. In Jesus' we pray. Amen. You may now take the bread. You may now take the cup. Verse 30 reads, And when they sung of him, it went out to the Mount of Olives. This sports our service. Amen.
1: Had a couple other announcements. We have two visitors that left visitor cards. We appreciate them being here. We have Ertha Peterson and Gloria Alexander. You Raise your hands. They're in the back over there. All right, glad to have both of you with us today. We appreciate you being here, and we hope that you do come back. Amen. There are other visitors also, but we don't have a visitor card. But we welcome you here with us, Lawrence Avenue also. Two other announcements: Brotherhood Churches of Christ monthly meeting will be tomorrow, Monday, at 7:30 p.m. at the Ramsey Street Church of Christ also want to encourage us to continue to listen to our weekly Bible classes on the Lord's Day uh, through the podcast, Brother Kent's, and on Wednesdays through the conference call at 7.15 p.m., Brother William Carruthers. We appreciate these brethren for their continuing work and services and hope that you tune in and be a part of our weekly Bible classes. Thank you. Let's keep those that are sick in our prayers.
3: Let's all turn to page 780 as we close. Page 780. 780. All right. That's all stem. Had a scene. When with the Savior we enter the glory land, won't it be wonderful there? And needed the troubles and cares of the story. Won't it be wonderful there? And won't it be wonderful there? And having no burdens to bear? And joyously singing with heart bells all ringing? Won't it be wonderful there? Walking and talking with Christ the Supernal will it be wonderful there? Praising, adoring the matchless eternal. Won't it be wonderful there? And won't it be wonderful there? And having no burdens to bear? Joyously singing with bells all ringing. Won't it be wonderful there? There where the tempests will never be sweeping. Won't it be wonderful there? And sure that forever the Lord will be keeping. Won't it be wonderful there? And won't it be wonderful there? And having no burdens to bear. Joyously singing, with heart bells all ringing, won't it be wonderful there?
5: Let's go to the Father in prayer. Most gracious Father, we come to this time, Lord, thank you again for this day, this Lord's day, the first day of the week, Lord. We thank you for starting off our week, Lord, with a wonderful message from your word, from our dear servant, from your dear servant, Brother Spivey. We ask you that what was said today, Lord, you were pleased of, and we're able to take it in and apply it to our lives, Lord, to, to help better us and also to help save a lost world, Lord, to help save a family member who may have strayed, to help save a friend who may have strayed from your word, Lord, to help save a co-worker who may not know you. Lord, as we depart from this building, we ask you to keep us safe. Also, Lord, we ask you to be with those who may be in countries that um, cannot freely worship you, that um, still worship you, but all, their safety is, is in, at harm's, in harm's way, Lord, we thank you for them, and for them staying strong in your word, even in conditions, Lord, where it may not be um, pleasing and to other people's sight, Lord. We ask you to those who are incarcerated, Lord, who may not receive your word um, from another person's voice on, on the Lord's day, but we ask you to keep their minds strong, that they dig into your scriptures on their own, Lord, and that we as Christians reach out to those who are behind the prison walls, that we, we don't leave them hanging, Lord, and to fight a battle that is already lost, Lord, if it's without you. We know that surrounding people, Lord, that they don't know, surrounding people who may not know you, surrounded people whose best interests may not be at hand. So we ask you that we keep, keep them often in our prayers, that we often reach out to them, Lord, despite how we may feel about the situation. We, we know that there are still souls that need to be saved. Amen. We ask you to be with those who also, again, couldn't be here, Lord, because of maybe illness, um, jobs, whatever it may be. We just ask you that they don't forget today is the Lord's Day. Amen. As we depart from this building, Lord, again, we ask you to keep us safe to and fro wherever we may be wherever we may be headed lord it's your name jesus name we do pray amen